I am on my way back over to finish up a little girl's bedroom transformation into a big girl bedroom. <laughs> she has moved past the stages of playing with toys and dolls and she is ready for a bigger bed and a big girl room with the vanity and the bookshelves and no more little girl stuff. So we still have a basket of stuffed animals because, I mean, even when I got married, I had stuffed animals, right? <laughs> but no more decorating with the little girl stuff. We're kind of moving into the next stage of childhood where we are preparing to be teenagers. So we are getting rid of all of the stuff that doesn't fit, all of the clothes and the toys that she doesn't play with anymore and really just making a more spacious and more mature feeling bedroom for this young lady. Um, one of the things that I talked with her about was making sure I understood her goals for the space. And this is something that can be really challenging to do with mom and daughter involved at the same time. So I do not recommend mom and daughter being in there at the same time with me decluttering. It's one or the other. And then also when you have a child that has ADHD, something else to really keep in mind for their ability to be able to stay on task and not just move things from one place to another instead of making decisions, they're just moving things around. That is a real challenge with ADHD. They just struggle to put things <laughs> they, they struggle with staying on task. So I, for this young lady, the easiest thing for me to do with her was to pick up the stuff that was on the floor, the toys or whatever it was. Um, nothing was really organized when I got there, which was the plan. I wanted to see the real life situation so that I could understand how to set it up so that she could properly use the space and stay, you know, what types of organization and styling she needed for her space. So in the decluttering process with her, what I wanted to do was have her make the decisions for what she wanted to keep and what she did not want to keep. That was the whole process of yesterday's, um, <laughs> yesterday's session. So after school, so I knew we didn't have a lot of energy to, to go through um, with her. But I wanted to make sure that we did as much as possible yesterday because her new furniture is coming today. So we need to set up the bed and get the other bed out of the room and have that all ready and set up beautifully for her. So what we did yesterday, we just took all of the stuff. I put it in a box and I said, and I set up one box for keep and another box for get rid of. And I said, make your decisions, pull it out of this box and decide if you're keeping it or getting rid of it. That's all you have to do is take it from this box and put it in one of these other boxes. That's all the decision making you have to do. You don't need to move it anywhere. You don't need to put it away anywhere. You just need to decide. And then once the decision is made, I can do the other parts myself. I don't need you here for these other parts, but I do need you to make the decisions. So she did that. She did so well. She probably did that for two hours, um, making those decisions off and on. Like she wasn't in there straight in there for two hours. She would go and get a snack or take a break while I got some more stuff together. And it went really, really well. She was happy the whole time. It wasn't stressful and it worked really well. Now, 
this is something that can be very, very challenging for moms and daughters, um, children and parents to do together because mom, by the time she's wanting help in the space, has already been frustrated with this space for a long time. I mean, who are we kidding? By the time we're ready to call in for help, we should have done it months ago, right? Like this was a long time coming. And so I know for my moms out there who are calling me in to help with the child's space, um, I understand where you are in your level of frustration. So I'm not asking for you to be there for the first part of the decluttering session because you are too frustrated and annoyed with the space. So it is better for you to wait and decide what to do with the keep stuff. What is the stuff that needs to be where? You know, is this stuff that she's going to play with or are we saving it for sentimental or for, you know, her children, whatever. Are we saving this? Are we going to sell it, consign it, um, donate it, gift it to someone else? What is the plan for the things that she doesn't want? That is where mom needs to come in and make those decisions. But what I need moms to understand very clearly, when a child has decided that these are not things that they want anymore, when they are done with them, done playing with them, they're not gonna wear that anymore, happily anyways, <laughs> when your children are done with things and they say that they no longer want them, please do not force them to keep it in their room to decorate with, or to keep it in their space. You wouldn't want your parents to come in and do that to you in your home or in your space either. It is not a happy feeling for someone else to tell you that you have to keep things that you don't want. That is a very stressful and frustrating thing. So please be mindful of that when you are looking at those things that your child doesn't want. Don't tell them, oh, so-and-so gave this to you. Why don't you want this anymore? I hear that almost every time with moms. Are you sure? Really? Those don't fit you. That, are you sure you don't like that? You know, all of those things come out of our mom's mouths, which is why I want mommy to not be in the room when I'm working with the children. Let the children make that decision first because they're ready. If, if we have like this, these are children that are not preschoolers. Okay. These are big girls that are moving into that teenage life, double digits and all of that is coming up in these children's lives. And so they are ready to make these decisions and they are capable of making these decisions for themselves, for what they really are going to want and play with. Now in these younger ages, <laughs> preschool up to probably first grade, second grade, a lot of times too, they are not capable of making these decisions well for themselves. But once they're about eight years old, they are fully capable of making these decisions for themselves. And they know that if they say they don't want to play with something anymore and they don't want to wear something anymore, they're not going to do it. So trying to have them keep that in their space for a longer period of time after they're done with it is just going to cause frustration for both of you. They're going to be frustrated with you for making them keep it. They're going to be frustrated with that thing um, for being in their room when it doesn't fit their style. Um, and so please be mindful of that as you are going through these spaces with your children. Um, one of the other things that I want us to really think about is with your child, how does this child play with things? 
How does this child easily put things away? Is this a child that likes closed storage or do they need to see things to know that they exist? I know a lot of times with ADHD, when you don't see it, you forget all about it. So closed containers aren't going to work. Closed cabinets probably aren't going to work. They're going to leave them open. They're going to mess up. Drawers usually don't work if you have ADHD. They, they usually just don't. So I want you to be mindful of that when you are creating organized spaces for your children. I love having everything available in the closet and making it easy to see. I want, um, for a closet space, I want it to be, I want you to be able to get dressed fully in one space. I don't want you to have to come out of the closet or um, walk around the room. I don't want you going in multiple spaces to get dressed. I want it to be very easy for you to get dressed head to toe and be put together. You should have a mirror where you can see yourself dressing. This is for your children's rooms as well. Um, they should be able to see their outfit so that they know what they look like before they leave their room. So when you are setting up a child's space, think through these things. How are they getting dressed? What is going to be the easiest way to arrange this room with the furniture so that it flows well? Does the furniture that they have currently suit their needs? If not, what would work better? What needs to be replaced? What needs to be um, added? You know, what type of storage would work better? Does this child need um, a bookshelf? Um, is the dresser or the piece of furniture, the desk they have in here, the right size for them? I know when we buy children's furniture, by the time they're 10 years old, a lot of times that furniture is too small. Are their hangers the right size or are their hangers too small for their clothing size? Around a size eight for our children's clothing, those toddler hangers, those baby hangers start to fall off. The clothing starts to fall off of those hangers. So they no longer fit the hangers well once they get to a size eight and they need an adult sized hanger. Um, that is definitely something to think about when you are setting up a child's room. Does the furniture fit? Are the hangers the right size? Do they need baskets or something in their room? Um, are the baskets that they have or the containers that they have in their room the right size for their items? Um, a lot of times I see really big baskets or toy boxes or um, pieces of furniture with really deep storage spaces. And when we get to the bottom of that, they are filthy, full of crumbs, mixed stuff, um, game pieces, ripped papers, like all kinds of stuff by the time we get into the bottom of that. And there's almost every single time clothing pieces in there uh, that didn't fit them a year or two ago, lost in the bottom. So being mindful of the types of storage space that works for your child I am a big fan of not using dressers for children because those drawers just get stuffed full of things that don't belong. And let's just be honest, kids are not going to, most children, 90% of children, I would say, <laughs> are not going to care if those drawers are neat or not. They are not going to care if things are mixed in and they have pants and pajamas and underwear and socks and shirts and jackets and swimsuits all in the same drawer. They're not going to care and it is going to be frustrating trying to find things and they are probably going to have dirty clothes mixed in with the clean. That is almost every time that I see 
um, a children's dresser. If mom hasn't been in there in a couple of weeks, it's going to be a mess. If mom hasn't been in there this week, <laughs> it might be a mess. So I really try hard to make sure that the storage that we have for our children is very functional for the children to be fully independent, making those decisions for how they use the space. Um, I like to use shelves in the closet, hanging shelves or small bookshelves to keep clothing on. I put baskets for tiny items, but honestly, I like to see it on the shelf so that they can see what they have to work with. I do not love the wire shelves. I do not like most closet systems. I just like a simple closet with simple shelves. I don't like <laughs> all the setups with the drawers and different things. It doesn't, it, they're not typically functional long-term. And a lot of children are not going to um, take care of the drawers well, so they get damaged. Um, so as I am organizing a space, I try to take inventory of what they have and then make decisions for what needs to stay. So we are going to be doing a part two of this bedroom coming up with the whole transformation and hopefully a little input from the family. Uh, because it makes a big difference in how you hear the space and hearing it from the person's perspective of who is going through the transformation. Um, I think it really makes a big difference for you as the listener. So what I'm going to go through right now is, number one, when you are organizing a kid's space, make sure the stuff that you have works for the child, works for their size and their style preference. Um, as best as you can. Now, I'm not saying go out and buy all new furniture. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying keep it simple, keep it easy to use. And sometimes we don't need all the fancy things. Um, when I am using a dresser for a child, I much prefer a dresser for toys, art stuff. I love to set it up with, um, the art supplies and <laughs> papers and different things like that in a dresser, the dolls, the, the different toy things. I would much rather set that up in a dresser than on a shelf because it's going to look tidier all the time. So if your child is a child that likes to have a lot of different types of toys, uh, keep that in mind with the, the storage that you have. Is it going to work on the bookshelf that you have or the piece of furniture that you have for their toys or are those shelves too far apart and so there's a lot of wasted space? Do they have a lot of tiny things? If so, that definitely is going to work better in a drawer uh, than in, you know, on a shelf. If not, then use a basket on the shelf. And I definitely recommend adjustable shelves for children's things because every year they are into different things. They have different likes and dislikes every single year. Their toys, their uh, belongings change from year to year. So it is important to make sure that their things are going to grow with them and they are going to work with them and not be something that they cannot use. So... I definitely want you to keep that in mind as you are setting up your child's bedroom and going through the space with them. And I want you to really know why you're frustrated with your child's space. Is it because they just are not a tidy person or is it because their storage 
is not functional. The stuff that they have to work with doesn't work well for the things that they have. Most of the time, it's because the, they have more stuff than they need. If you are if you are annoyed with your child's space, most of the time the problem is not the child. It is that there is too much stuff for the child to be responsible for, number one. And number two, the storage that you have or the ways to contain the stuff is not functional for the child. Those are the top two reasons for why you are frustrated with your child's room. And I want you to really be aware of that as you are going through and making those decisions for your family, for your home, and and helping your child clean up. As you are helping your child clean up, I need you to really think through, why is this never put away? What is it about this that causes it to stay messy all the time? Is it that, you know, where is the problem coming from? And you need to just take a look at it, maybe take a picture of it. Um, and if you can't come up with a, 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 the problem by yourself, share that in the Facebook group. And I can almost always assess the problem. I've done this so many years already. I have so much experience with this that I can almost always tell you the why behind where the problems are and be able to fix it uh, pretty quickly. So, or come up with a solution that will work for you and the child. So if you are struggling, the help is right around the corner. I am here ready to help you. Please do not stay stuck. Let's get that problem solved and, and find a way to make the space and the storage work for you and your child. All right. I hope you have an awesome day. I'll be back very soon for part two.